All right, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Three Major Sports. Uh, we are embarking on episode number 16 right now. So thank you all for joining us. Uh, if you don't already, please subscribe, rate, review us. Uh, give us a follow on Instagram at Three Major Sports. I am joined once again by uh, my co-host, Rob. How are you doing, sir? Hello, hello. Hello, hello. And uh, as usual, I am in South Florida. My man here on the West Coast up in Tacoma, Washington. We've got sports covered coast to coast on three major sports. We are uh, embarking on week three of the NFL already. Week three already. We just were in the preseason. Right. We are on week three. Hopefully everybody's fantasy season is going well. Uh, We are going to talk what happened week two so far. We are going to look forward at week three, review our pick em matchups, uh, make our picks for this week. But we're going to change gears a little bit to kick this pod off. Uh, as everybody knows, if you've listened to us, you know we are a pretty basketball-heavy show. So we're going to lead off with a little bit of basketball today. So today's breaking news, and we come to you Tuesday, September 21st, if I'm not mistaken. Uh And the breaking news today from the NBA world was Ben Simmons has announced that he will not be attending training camp and never intends to play another game for the Philadelphia 76ers. So this is something that we hinted at uh, at the end of their postseason run when he shrunk in that fourth quarter and passed up a dunk um, in, was it a game, it was a game seven or was it game six? It was, it was uh, yeah, it was seven. Seven, Jesus Christ! Still thinking with like about two it. minutes left. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So this is uh, something that, like I said, we talked about back then, and it is coming to fruition now. So, what? Uh, I'll kick it to you. What are you? What are your thoughts on this entire uh, situation? Uh, honestly, I think it was pretty predictable. I mean, obviously, um, you know, we're we're no insider, uh, but you can sort of see the writing on the wall when when that stuff happened and. There have been questions about Ben's fit with with Embiid for a couple of years, um, but just you know when he when he couldn't be counted on in the fourth quarters of those games as a max player, as a you know second best player on a championship level contender, um, you just sort of had to know that there there was going to be uh, there was going to be some some issues uh, when Doc and Embiid didn't really come to his defense after Game Seven. Uh, granted. You know, rough time right after you lose as a one seed to the what the Hawks were the five seed, I think. So, um, you know, the emotions were raw. You you were disappointed and, and all that stuff. But neither of them came to Simmons' defense. Um, I think Embiid's done a little bit here in the off season to try to like, hey, you know, don't pin you know me and Ben against each other that type of stuff. Uh, but you know, the organization hasn't really come to his defense. I know they asked him to. To play in the in the Olympics, he said no. Uh, there's been rumors that um, he's come back at them and said it wasn't his job to improve his trade value. Get me out of here, uh, which is is kind of crazy, but <laughs> an entirely valid thought. Yeah, it it is it is. Um, you know they'll they'll have their uh, options on the table, whether that's trading him or, or making him sit out and finding him. Um, I don't think it'll get that far. I think they will end up trading him, but he has greatly hurt his value, whether it's, um, you know, based upon the last time you saw him on the court. And now, 
knowing that Philly has to trade him, why why would any team give you four first round picks for him? Like right. it just you're not getting the Drew Holiday, James Harden haul that other teams got. Um, and to me, like just my own personal interests. Um, I know the Cavs have been in on him for for basically the entire time he's been available. Uh, I think this increases their chances because eventually Philadelphia is going to get desperate and the best player on the table may be Colin Sexton. So they're going to make him eat that Kevin Love contract. (laughs) They sure are. (laughs) They sure are. Now that, that may require maybe a second first round pick. Probably. Um, I I would think they'll do maybe two lottery protected or two top 10 protected first round picks. Um, Honestly, if you get Ben Simmons on that team, you should be close to the eight seed. I would assume. I mean, he's, He's kind of similar to some other guys we've talked about in other sports. He's a great regular season player. Like he, they've they've been a fifty win team, uh, basically since he played full time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And um, so talking about trade value, right after that game seven loss, I think the media asked uh, Doc Rivers if he thought that Ben Simmons was a championship level point guard, and quote, "I don't know the answer to that." So that's a hell of an endorsement from your head coach um, that really, if you're another GM, it really screams like, oh, I really want to trade for that guy. Um, so, yeah, they, nobody in the situation has done anything to help that trade value because if that was the game, I mean, Doc and Embiid would be hyping this dude up. So everybody's done an awful job. I'm, I agree. This is going to be over. And it's not gonna. They're not gonna get what they thought they were gonna get six months ago, three months ago, whatever. No. Um. But I mean, they're still gonna get something. They just at this point, you need to get them a off of your payroll because you're not gonna pay him to not show up. Um, and B just out of that situation. Like it just there's nothing positive comes of this in your locker room. It just follows you in the media. We're about to hit training camps next week, so the media is going to be buzzing around the team again. I was going to say, what's, what's the first day of training camp? It has to be. So no, it's media days. Of, yeah, which is probably, what's today, so Tuesday? I wouldn't be surprised if media days are Thursday or Friday of this week. Right, so you're going to sit these guys down, and Embiid and Rivers and anybody else worth a shit on that team is going to have to answer questions. Well, what are you going to do with that, Ben? Like, what, what's your thoughts on Like, that's all they're going to hear. Dude, this is I don't this is gonna be I don't think this is gonna drag out for two months like like James Harden did. Um but I think that everybody I think Philadelphia's gonna be extremely disappointed with the with the return. But I think that by then they're gonna be so sick of these questions that we're talking about and everything that they're just gonna be glad to be out of the whole situation. I feel like honestly it comes to a, a head either the end of next week or the week after. Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't think it goes more than fifteen days from right. From yeah, because James Harden I mean didn't hold out. Like he just made it known that he didn't want to be there he, anymore. But this no, he did. Well, he held out a training camp. Remember because he was in Vegas, uh, maskless. He was going That's to right. parties with rappers right. and stuff. And then he showed up and he looked fat and and everybody was like, That's "What right. the heck? Harden's been partying." And then he, he like his first or second game, he was had like a forty point triple double, but it looked like he had a pillow taped around his waist. It was like, <laughs> what, the, what, the, what the hell is going on with this guy? Yeah, uh, and then right, you know right. a week a week later he was traded. So um, I, I don't even like you said I don't even think it'll get that far um, because I I think they've had 
I think they've had their best offers. And and a lot of the offers, yeah. if, if you hear what they were, the one I heard yesterday, and, and you know, let me know if you heard this one too. I heard the Rockets were trying to give him John Wall. Like, why the hell would you want John Wall? There's, yeah, there's no reason. I mean, you can't even flip that. No, no. They've tried. <laughs> they've tried. You, you can't. You can't. So, and then you, you know, you look around and, and you hear Timberwolves. And you're like, well, they're not giving up Russell or Towns or Anthony Edwards. Right. So who are you getting? Like, there, there's just, there's nothing out there that, that and that's why I'm like, ooh, like, the Cavs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if, they're re- if they're really going to part ways with, with Sexton, this would be probably the best deal they can get for it. I, hell yeah. And, and honestly, you're getting a better player on the Cleveland side. You're getting a better player overall. Yeah. Um, and then the, that's really the what's Sixers are getting a score. That's really what's up for debate here is if Ben Simmons is actually the better player in this deal. <laughs> well, I guess we'll find out. Yes, yes, indeed. But that's the so, joy of the NBA. You have these nonsensical issues all the time, and then it changes the whole league around. Yep. So we are gearing back up NBA season. Like we said, media days are in the next few days. Training camps start next week, so we'll start having – uh, different storylines pop up that will definitely feed for some interesting conversations. So we'll get more into the NBA as we move forward. So on to the main event, right? Week two of the NFL. Um, there was some stuff that was great about week two. There are some personal things in my life that I would like to erase from history in week two. So <laughs> let's... Uh, Let's see where we start with this. Before we do our pick'em games, um, what from around the league in the other games stood out to you? One thing that we can talk about because we've talked about him already so far this season, uh, Justin Fields finally got some playing time, right? Andy Dalton went down with, uh, I think it was a knee injury, and... Justin Fields got to play, I believe, more than half of the game. Six for 13, 60 yards and an interception, but he did run for a touchdown, I thought. Where's the touchdown? Oh, no. Apparently, he did not. I thought he ran for a touchdown, and this is saying he didn't. But he had 10 rushes for another 31 yards. So, okay, you know, considering the first the kickoff came and he had absolutely no uh, idea he'd be playing in that game to all of a sudden getting thrust in there in your first action. Um, I guess he did okay. Uh, don't know really. Six of 13 for 60 yards. I saw some of his highlights. It just looked kind of Tua-y from last year. Like He was like out there, he was moving, and he just didn't know what to do with the ball in the air at times. But he can, he definitely runs better. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Let's see. They play uh, – I don't even know who the Bears play this week. I'd be interested in seeing. Uh, you, you, well, it, they'll be in the pick em because it's the Browns. <laughs> oh, it's the Browns. Oh, that might not go so well for Justin Fields. What's that? <laughs> so, well, we'll he might get introduced about. to Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney. Yes, yes, he might. Oh, that's going to be interesting. So, did you see, did you see any, of his, uh, any of his play? Did you check that out? I didn't. I, I'm still getting used to this West Coast time. So all this yeah. stuff was happening right as I uh, our our store Start opens at day. ten, right. So I'm all all of his stuff was like the first hour of my day at work. So I didn't really get to see much of anything. Super. Yeah. 
But well, let's see how he does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the Bears are are going to be just sort of a, a an enigma on offense all year, just because of they have no they have no skill players. I mean, there's nobody on that team scares. I mean, they you. have Allen Robinson. Sure. Okay. I mean, Allen Robinson is a highly regarded receiver in the league. He's good. He's, He's good. good. But I just yeah. I think that we were just I think it was the shiny new toy and everybody kind of knee-jerk reactions to their first playing time. And I was kind of expecting him to show up and like, boom, pop off. And instead it was like super mediocre. And now it's like, all right, let's see what you can actually do. You didn't get that crazy first. Imp- like some rookies, you know, they pop in and the first game is like the best game they'll have all season. But they right. like build that excitement. And so I think that that's kind of what I was expecting from from Fields. We didn't get that. But let's see how he follows up. I mean, like we just said, this is going to be a hell of a test. Yeah. And I, I honestly, I think a lot of that is just – he doesn't have Sean McVay calling plays for him. He's got Matt Nagy. So it just, you know, you got, you got to, you got to look at that too. I'm sure he was trying to protect him. Uh, Cause honestly, that dude's job is tied to Justin Fields being successful. So. Yep. Um, something else. So the, the Raiders are two and O this season. Uh, they had that surprise last minute overtime win against the Ravens on Monday night football. And this week they went and spoiled the Steelers' home opener, uh, and beat the Steelers twenty six seventeen. What do you have to say about your division rivals? Um, thrilled to see it. I, I did kind of think that the Raiders were going to be a little more um, well prepared this year. I think Gruden's had a couple years to build up the team to the point where they can be competitive. Uh, I, and I think they're going to compete with the Chargers all year for second place in that division. Um, so I, I I was not surprised about the Raiders being good, uh, especially Derek Carr. I've I've thought he's a top ten quarterback for the last two or three seasons. He's uh, even, he had a good game again. He's had a good start to the season. Well, he's got eight hundred passing yards in two two games. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, he went twenty eight for thirty seven <laughs> of this game for three eighty two and two touchdowns, no picks. Most importantly, uh, right. So he's. Their car is balling out. He's and that's against the Steelers out. and the Ravens. So you're you're yeah. you two historically good defenses. It's not like he's playing the Texans both weeks. He's he's beating he up some good teams. And most importantly, they get him out of the way first two weeks. Mm-hmm. You want your hardest two games at the front of the at the front of the line. A to get him out of the way, and and then you can always recover from whatever happens there. On the Steelers side of the ball, um, Big Ben. 27 for 40, 300 yards, a touchdown and an interception. There's there's no offensive line there. It seems like Big Ben is going to be getting hit quite often. Um, they can't run the ball. Najee Harris, another game with just 38 yards. I think in his first week, they had like he had like 25 yards or some, some low number like that too. So they can't run, even though they spend a first-round pick on a running back. Uh, and their quarterback's going to end up getting hurt again if they keep playing like this. They... Did not have the lead in this game at any point, it seems. This is – this might be a rough year for Steelers fans. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. No problem with that. Um, and I think T.J. Watt got hurt throughout the, he did. that game. He did. He did. And and yeah. I think it's a multi – and, and uh, they lost Tyson Alawu, or yes. however you say his last name. They lost uh, Stefan Tuitt uh, on the line. So it was basically, um, oh, geez. Not great, Bob. Yeah, yeah. Nope, 
Not great at all. Uh, one other thing I want to throw in before we go through our, our five picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about Sam Darnold? Like, dude, maybe uh, – and, and, you know, we'll pile on them maybe a little bit later. Maybe just the Jets are a terrible place to play football. Like, <laughs> That's definitely not a maybe. That's not a maybe. Yeah. That's a yeah, factual that's... statement you just made. Yeah. Cause... Sam Darnold against the Saints, 305 yards, two touchdowns. He did throw an interception, but he's having a great season. If for the season, he's got 584 yards, three touchdowns, and that one pick. What's his passer um, rating? QBR is 66.3. His rating is 105. 100. Yeah, 100. 100.5. So the, the Jets couldn't do anything with Sam Darnold. He goes to Carolina for two games, is 2-0, beat the Saints, who just destroyed the Packers. Mm-hmm. Uh, had Who's better very numbers mediocre. Than- Jameis Winston looked blind again. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, good, good for Matt rule. Good for, uh, good for Sam Darnold. Um, yeah. The, it's fun when the Panthers are good. I like them. Absolutely. Uh, McCaffrey's a monster. Another 72 rushing yards with a touchdown. Add on another 65 receiving yards on five catches. This dude's a monster. He's just a yard machine. Um, he is. DJ Moore is great. Robbie Anderson is doing good things for them. Uh, this, I like this Carolina team. I like, uh, we're going to see them, I think. Yeah, we get them on Thursday Night Football this week. They get to feast on the Texans. Uh, so we'll talk about that in a second. But, yeah, man, Carolina, how about Sam Darnold? But how about them Jets? J-E-T-S, <laughs> suck, suck, suck. So the number two pick in the draft, this highly touted Zach Wilson. Yeah. Um, Who's better than Justin Fields and – uh Mac yeah. Jones, apparently, and Trey Lance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 19 for 33, 210 yards, no touchdowns, four interceptions. There was one point that he was two for five in the game, and it was two completions to a Jet player, and the other three were interceptions. It wasn't balls <laughs> hit. So I'm like, at, at one point, son, you had more completions to the other team than to your own, and, it, and you had thrown five passes. So I'm really glad that that's going super well for them. Yeah. Um, all good things. All good things. Absolutely. The Patriots defense, you can't really judge them off of this game because, I mean, they couldn't really stop the Dolphins offense last week, and we just saw what happened to the Dolphins offense. So it's not that they couldn't stop us, but, I mean, they, they didn't turn us over in the air. <laughs> like, they did. They feasted on this guy's passing. Um, and obviously we, we won the game. So, uh, they let up 17 points last week. So this is, I mean, they let up six. These people got two field goals. I don't know what to think of new England. I know new England's going to be a pretty good team, but, um, I'd like to see what they do next. Uh, we'll see who they play, but yeah, man, I'm really glad that this Zach Wilson thing is blowing up. Yeah. <laughs> it's again, awful. It's his second game. I, I want yeah. to state that for the listeners. I get it. It's his second game. But I'm going to be prisoner of their moment right now and just say he's a fucking failure. Um, Because you've seen what the Jets have done to their last, like, five quarterbacks that they've taken high. It's really crazy. I think Sam Sam Darnold's just, like, looking at them from a little distance away, just like, man, that's awful. Yeah. Yeah, I was stuck in that. I was stuck in that dimension. Yeah. Yeah, it's so bad. So, uh, other than that, what else was – Fun on Sunday. 
Oh, I mean the Cardinals. The Cardinals are fun. The Cardinals are fun. Uh, but I think that Seahawks Titans game was awesome. Ooh, yeah. So the Seahawks were a big in this game. They were throwing the ball around like nobody's business. Freddie Swain had like an 86-yard touchdown. Um, Gator Nation out there. And then all of a sudden, the Titans mount this comeback. Derrick Henry ends up with 200 and what was 182 rushing. 182. Touchdowns. 182. Uh, on 35 carries. It's just insane. Tannehill and his first 10 carries managers. were for 22 yards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tannehill game managed the hell out of this game. Three hundred and forty-seven yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, so just basically allowed Derrick Henry to do his things. Julio Jones finally made his real debut. Six catches for one hundred and twenty-eight yards on eight targets. So he ate a little bit there. But on the other side, Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett has come out to an awesome start for the Seahawks. Um, he had one hundred and seventy-eight yards in this game and a touchdown. Uh, Freddie Swain had that one long one. D, uh, DK Metcalf, he had 53 yards in this game. He hasn't had a great season so far, but it's not that he's having like a bad one. He hasn't blown up like people are thinking, so I'm sure that he's coming around. And Russell Wilson is always Russell Wilson. He could be an MVP in here, really. Yeah. All right. So yeah. those are the other games that caught our attention. Now let's talk about our picks. So – First one through, the Cleveland Browns and the Houston Texans. So you guys were favored by what, 13 and a half in this game? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So 31-21 was the final score to a combination of Tyrod Taylor and David Mills against the Cleveland Browns. Go ahead and talk about your boys. Uh, I think the story of the day, besides, I mean, the offense was good as usual. Um, Baker got hurt, came back, didn't miss a snap. Uh, may have dislocated his shoulder, just had it pop back into the socket and then went right back out and only had two incompletions the whole game. Yeah, but um, to, to, to be clear, it was his non-throwing shoulder. It was, it was, yeah. But still, you're playing oh, football. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> so we're still, uh, you know, happy about that. Happy is, um, you know, not probably not going to miss any time. I have him listed as questionable, but I'm fairly certain he's playing. Uh Biggest issue for the Browns, they just they couldn't stop on third down. I think the the Texans were like uh, six of eight or seven for eight or something like that from third down. It just they couldn't get off the field. Um, and Tyrod Taylor, before he got hurt, he was ten for eleven. Um, yardage doesn't necessarily matter, but just like they were not stopping anyone at the beginning. Uh, as the game wore on, they started to pull away, pull away a little bit more. Um, they they didn't give up any points in the third quarter and and. They scored 10, so they, they built their lead in the third quarter and then traded scores with the Texans in the fourth. Uh, so, yeah, it was closer than, than you would have hoped. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm not to the point yet as a Browns fan where I'm going to sit here and complain about a 10-point home victory. I'm just – that's <laughs> – Oh, I'm sorry. We're past we're, that now all of a sudden. Well, no, I'm just – I'm not going to complain. What, what I'm – like – a Patriots fan would complain about a 10-point home win. I am yes. not going to complain. A one-point win, I don't care how terrible the team is. If we win by one, I'm thrilled to death. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not to that point. It feels different like Ohio State, we win by three touchdowns, and I'm like, wow, and I played like shit. I'm not there with the Browns. It's <laughs> where 
a victory is a victory. We're we move happy on. for our W. Yes, that's it. Okay. We move on to the Bears and go from there. All right. So we did lose we Jarvis both... Landry. They got they put him on IR. Yeah. Oh, they put him on IR. It was day to day, six hours it's ago. A, yeah, it's a it's a three week IR, not like season endings, because he sprained his knee. Uh, his so MCL. he'll be out. Yeah, he'll he'll be out uh, three to four weeks. Um, but OBJ is for sure playing this week. So okay, lose Landry, gain OBJ. Let's see how that goes. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we both took the Browns, so we both got that W right there. Next, uh, we're going to do this. This feels like – You can go um, quick. Yeah, this feels like talking about the Bucks heat series uh, <laughs> after that happened is what this feels like. Um, I am on the verge of recanting every prediction I made about my own team this season. <laughs> in week two. Uh, in week two. I, ah, the emotion that ran through me in the first quarter of Sunday's game, I don't ever want to feel again. I was in a rage. I swore this team off seven times. I was ready to burn my jerseys. I didn't know what else to do with this offensive line is a fucking problem. We can't have, I mean, we already drafted a Smurf to play quarterback, right? I'll be an athletic one, but we can't be having him getting pancaked. He got hit. And the person who hit him had not yet made contact with another player on our football team. The first person he touched on that play was our quarterback. That's not acceptable. That's not Um, good. Yeah. So, I mean, with that being said, we got fucking trounced. I mean, listen, we talked about it on the last episode. We both picked Buffalo. So we both got those wins. And I said it. I said, I didn't think this was going to be pretty uh never in my wildest imagination did i imagine getting shut out in our home opener 35-0 that is just it just wasn't in the cards as that started happening and and like you can tell from the first drive that like this is what it was going to be today um even with that being said Damian Howard is by far the best football player on the field bar none usually when he steps out there on both sides of the ball uh that dude is incredible um he makes every play. He, he, he goes out there and he closes gaps on people. Uh, and you're like, how did he make up that space that I just saw and cursed out out loud because I thought they were going to throw a completion again. And he either intercepts the ball or knocks it down. Dude's amazing. Um, our defense is, despite the score, is really good. We were, it was 14-0 at the half. Things got out of hand in the second half. But, like, just that was weird. This defense is going to be pretty good. But, man, fucking 35-0. Jesus, just take me out back and put me out of my misery. Um, but we both picked the Bills, so we both got those wins. Hopefully the Dolphins can turn us around. We'll talk about them going forward because, you know, we pick them in the Brown games every week. Thanks, Rocco. <laughs> um, next, uh, let's do – I will throw this out before you do the next one. Uh, oh yes, the, Brown, the the Browns last year led off the season against the Ravens and lost forty three to six, and we still ended up as a wild card and won a playoff game and almost beat the Chiefs on the road. So you can come back from this, buddy. I promise. <laughs> it is possible. Absolutely, absolutely. Ask Aaron Rodgers because he was apparently washed up after last week. <laughs> um, all right, next. Oh, this one. This one should be interesting. So the Dallas Cowboys went into SoFi Stadium to play the Los Angeles Chargers. And 
this is one where we both took L's on. We both took the Chargers. Uh, I distinctly remember saying, I believe that I thought the Dallas Cowboys had no chance of winning that game. Uh, it, it, that was pointed out to me by a Dallas Cowboys fan today. So that was fun. Um, <laughs> Dallas did the thing. They went in there. Like, I mean, they had lost their top pass rushers, like we mentioned last episode. Michael Parsons, their first-round pick, who hadn't played defensive end since high school, uh, played defensive end and was, like, one of the highest-rated defensive players this week in the league in a position he hadn't played in, like, six years or whatever. So that's that's pretty good. There's no way you can really see that coming, that, that there's going to be a great defensive end and, and produce the pressure that you just lost to um, injuries. So, I mean, the Cowboys, they held Justin Herbert in check. Um, they really didn't let that offense get going at all. Austin Eckler was okay. Not really anything to, to write home about. And they won it on a last-minute field goal. So the Cowboys are – okay, Cowboys fans are thinking that it's 1992 again, right, judging from the one I'm speaking about, because they lost by two only to the, the Bucks, and now they beat the Chargers on the road. So they're obviously Super Bowl-bound. We'll see. We'll yeah. see how that goes, man. How, how do you feel that's, about the boys? That's typically what a one point uh, point differential means: is that you're you're really going to run roughshod through the league. <laughs> it's because it was who was against, you know. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I see. Anyway, so uh, yeah, we both took the Chargers in that. We were both incorrect, so that was. Uh, our first loss of the week. Next, this was the only game that we differed on, and that is the San Francisco 49ers traveling to Philadelphia to play the Eagles. So the Niners ended up winning 17-11. to For a little while there in the second half, I thought that the Eagles were really going to pull that off. Um, they did not. They allowed the 49ers instead to score 10 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, and get the win. Trey Lance did not play anything in this game. They had split. They had split some series and some snaps in the first game. Him and Jimmy Garoppolo, and that's what everybody thought that Kyle Shanahan was going to do is is run this two quarterback system. And Jimmy G ran the whole game on Sunday. Despite, I mean, the offense obviously wasn't doing great. They only scored seventeen points. Um, so that's an interesting twist, but this guy's going to keep everybody on their toes and see like who he plays every week and just stuff like that. How do you feel about the, this game? So I had the Eagles, the Eagles did not win. Rob took the 49ers, like an intelligent human being, and they did take <laughs> the W. I, uh, I, I mean, honestly, I thought the Eagles showed up pretty well. Um, I think the idea that the Eagles were going to be a bottom five or eight team in the NFL, I, I, I think they're going to be better than that. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, I think as of right now, they're, they're definitely better than the giants. Um, and they may be just as good or better than the football team. So uh, the, football team. the football team, WFT. Uh, so, I, I mean, I, I was impressed with how Philadelphia played. I thought uh, San Francisco was going to win by more than that. Um, but also not surprised uh, that the 49ers won. When healthy, they probably have one of the, I don't know, five best rosters in the NFL. So, um, you know, just being able to use those guys, uh, they're, they're going to beat a lot of teams even on a bad day, uh, which this wasn't, like you said, this wasn't a great game. Um, you know, 17 points on the road, you're not going to win a lot of those. 
but they were able to to hold the Eagles enough out of the end zone that that it, they made it work. So, yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm happy with the with the correct choice, and I think correct. San Francisco is going to have a really good season. But um, yeah, Philly Philly showed me something. Yep, and so that brings us to our last game of the week. This was the game of the weeks. NBC keeps nailing these on Sunday Night Football. Um, Indeed. The Kansas City Chiefs went into Baltimore to play the Ravens, and the Ravens eked out a 36-35 win. Um with a ballsy, did you, did you see the end, like the, the last series? It was like fourth and two or something like that. And it was either give Patrick Mahomes the ball back with a one point, like down one point them and, and see if they can beat you or we go for it on fourth and two, get the first and the game is over. And John Harbaugh um, asked Lamar Jackson if he wanted to do it, to go for it. And Lamar was like, yeah, of course we're doing this and easily gets the two yards and seals the game. Um. Yeah, I talked a lot of shit about Lamar Jackson on this podcast last week. Uh, I'm standing totally by it, though. This was a fluke. I don't know if this will happen again. I don't think that the Ravens are going to be in the AFC Championship game. I don't think that there will be uh, another rematch of this this year. I think we should no. just enjoy it as a really good Week 2 game. Yeah. And not really take anything of it with that. We both had the Chiefs in this. Uh, obviously, we both took an L on that because the Ravens did ended up winning this. But what did you see in this game? Uh, similar to what you're saying. I think there were some things that happened. Lamar Jackson was the leading rusher in the game uh, for both teams, had 110 yards rushing. He's not going to do that every game uh, with two touchdowns. Um, the Chiefs, obviously, their, their Achilles heel is always going to be defense, uh, and they're missing the Honey Badger. So, uh I mean, good, good for Baltimore. Like you said, we both picked uh, the Chiefs and the Ravens pulled it out. So, um, you know, you can't take anything away from them. My team just lost to the Chiefs. Uh, granted, it was in KC instead of at home, but like we yeah. we couldn't pull that pull that off. So, uh, I'm not going to slander them, um, but I, I I do think they're fairly clearly the second best team in our division. Um, but you know, whatever. Behind us. Good for them. <laughs> um, all right. So that put you at three and two for the week. That put me at two and three for the week. So you are five and five for the season, and I am six and four so far. So I still got a one one game lead on you heading into week three. So our pick 'em for week three. First game we are going to be talking about are your boys. I'll let you lead the way with this. The Chicago Bears head into, what is it now, First Energy Stadium? It is, yep. First Energy Stadium uh, on the banks of Lake Lake Erie. Erie? Yep. Okay, I'm like, making yep. sure I'm getting the right lake here. Yep, uh, yep. To visit the Browns. So what do you think uh, What do you think about your boys coming up? Uh, I mean, I, I see it being pretty similar to last week. I think – Going against the Bears' offense, which is relatively inept, and especially if if Dalton's hurt and they're facing a rookie quarterback, I do think they'll be able to pin back the ears a little bit and and continue to rush the passer. Um, good thing about Jadavian Clowney is even with Miles Garrett on the other side, he's a much better, strangely enough, he's a much better run defender 
than he is pass rusher. Uh, so even though he can get to the quarterback, uh, he's great at stopping the run, which will will really help with a running quarterback like that. Uh, you know, being able to shut down one of the edges and and giving a chance to your your secondary and your linebackers to to make the plays. So I I do think the Browns are favored by seven. I would agree. I think they'll win by at least a touchdown, maybe ten points, uh, and and go to two to one on the season. Okay, I am going to agree with you. They are favored by seven. They I I think I assume it's going to be Justin Fields. I. I don't think any. I mean, it was a knee thing. I don't think they're gonna either. I mean, they're gonna they're not gonna want to rush him back either. Um, and even if it's Dalton, your defense is really good, and Beckham's coming back, so we'll see how that goes for him. But you still have that army of tight ends with Harrison Bryant and uh, and Joku, right? You still have Joku and um, yeah, and Austin, Austin Hooper, Hooper might be the Austin best Hooper, of the three. Yeah, that's the one I was trying to think to get his name out. So I think your offense still has enough, even if if without Landry. I know it's a big loss, but even without him, they should still be able to put up some points. So I'm taking Cleveland with you. Go for it. Did you see that Felton kid's move for the touchdown the other day? No. What did he oh, do? okay. He had a uh, – it's one of the rookies we got. I think he was a sixth-round pick. He had a 33-yard basically screen pass touchdown where he pulled a spin move in the middle of the – middle of the field and broke a couple tackles and scored. And he, he was sort of doing that all preseason and broke one out. And I think he only really saw the field because Jarvis was hurt. So um, I, I do think there's a lot of uh, – there's a lot more guys behind them that will see the field and, and see more action. Uh, and you won't yeah. see – I mean, obviously you're not going to replicate Jarvis Landry, but I do think you'll be able to uh, – between the tight ends and, and some of these younger guys, I do think you'll be able to, to pick up the slack pretty good. Yeah, fantasy alert if you need to pick up some flex players. Austin Hooper is probably going to see an increase in targets now because of the Landry injury. Um, I hadn't heard this guy's name was Sussing. Felton. Felton, okay. So Demetric somebody Felton. To, somebody to look into because, yes, those targets are not going to disappear. They're going to be redistributed. So uh, if you need some fantasy points, that's definitely somewhere to look right now. So we are both taking the Browns on that. Next is – the most confusing game of the week for me. So the Miami Dolphins take their traveling shit show on the road <laughs> to Allegiant <laughs> Stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada to play those pesky Las Vegas Raiders. Those wily Raiders. Yes. Uh, the Raiders, like we said, are 2-0. Derek Carr has been playing really well. Um, on the plus side, Josh Jacobs just missed this game with an ankle foot injury. Um his status is still in question for Sunday, so hopefully he doesn't play because we can use all the help we can get. <laughs> um, and that's one less threat of more points being put up that we have to then try to overcome. Uh, Tua is still status unknown. Day-to-day, they're saying it. He hurt his ribs. He was his word on the street is he was trying to get back into this last game, but they were not allowing him to. That kind of makes me think that he's going to play on Sunday. I mean, if it's the same offensive lineman, I don't, I don't see what's going to go different. Um, we have all the skilled players in the world, but we can't block for our quarterback to sit in the pocket for a couple seconds and try to make a good decision, which is already a hard enough process for this kid. It is Now we're putting him under immense pressure um, and just – people attacking him out of nowhere, crushing his ribs. It's, it's really unfortunate. 
Um, the the Raiders are favored by three and a half. I'm you know I'm gonna I'm going to I'm going to go with my boys. I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. I'm gonna say we stop this bullshit, and uh, I think the defense is gonna play inspired. I think that they are gonna win this game for us, man. I am doing this like a fan. Fuck it, we're going with them. <laughs> we are going with them. I'm taking I'm taking the Dolphins. Um, yeah, let's see what happens. All right. Well, I'll. Uh, I don't have much to say. But I'm taking the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. I figured you would. Yeah. Figured you would. Yeah. We'll we'll see, man. I. Uh, it's it's hard to put any trust into the Raiders because they they do a lot of this where it's like, man, they look really good, and then like it's just as possible that you guys will win twenty seven to three as it is that the Raiders will put up forty five. Like I I have no way of of being able to figure out which direction it'll be, but. They've played well enough against two decent opponents that it's like, well, okay, we'll, we'll we'll see if it continues. Man, I'm really worried that we're gonna get wiped out on this. <laughs> um, but no, I don't feel it like I did with the Bills. Like the Bills, just I felt it well, in my gym. Clearly better. Like, yes, they, yeah. the the Bills just everything about that. I just thought, oh god, this is just not gonna fucking go well. Um, I'm a lot more indecisive about the Raiders. It can not go well, but it can also go fine. We played this basically the same team last year. I mean, it took a miracle for us to beat them in the last second. Uh, and we had Ryan Fitzpatrick, which we don't now. Man, this really might go differently, actually. Um, <laughs> but you just pictured Jacoby Brissett. That's why. Jesus Christ. And I thought, I thought we never were going to have to really see the Jacoby Brissett experience. Man, that's not fun. Um, that's just not fun at all. So, all right. So you got the Raiders. I will take the Dolphins. Super, super, super. Um, All right. Next game. Monday Night Football. The Dallas Cowboys home opener. The Philadelphia Eagles go in uh, to AT&T Stadium down there in DFG or DFW. Dallas Fort Worth. Yeah, so they are going to be... Four-point underdogs to the Cowboys. So Cowboys get their those traditional home three points plus one. Um, so they think Vegas thinks that they're a little bit better than the Eagles. Not a lot better. Just a little bit. Just <laughs> enough. Um, I picked against the Cowboys last week. I heard it. We took the L. Uh, I'm going to put my trust in Dak and that offense this week. And... Oh man, I don't really want to do this. I... <laughs> what are you What are you gonna do here? I've gone first the last couple of times. What are you What are you thinking about this game? I, I'm taking Dallas. Um, are you between between hanging with the Buccaneers and and the way that they went on the road and played against the Chargers? Oh, you uh, sound like a Cowboys fan. Listen, amazing. man, it's it's not even that I'm a Cowboys fan, but you sort of got to ride the wave when you're doing picks like this. And they're they're playing well right now, and, and you know they they could just as easily get shellacked the way the Eagles uh, beat the hell out of the Lions, um, but I do think the the Cowboys have enough talent where that probably won't happen. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm going Dallas. Yeah, the over under is fifty one and a half with a four point spread towards Dallas. So damn, they think this is going to be a high scoring game then. Um, 
both teams scoring at least three touchdowns, it seems. this That kind of game favors the Cowboys. If they think it's going to be high scoring, I, I think that that offense is with, with Zeke and with the receivers, even though Amari Cooper might not go, um, CeeDee Lamb on his own is just a monster. Um, yeah, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Dallas too. We'll both take the Cowboys on this. Um, and we'll see. That's the last game of the week. I'm sure they'll put on a show. I'm sure that Jerry Jones has got a spectacle plan for the first game uh, that they can pack it to 100% and everybody get COVID uh, since <laughs> two years ago. Looking forward to it. Uh, so let's see. That's our Monday Night Football game. Next. This is probably going to be the game of the week. I think a lot of people would assume that this would be the game of the week. 425 on Fox. Tom Brady. I, I have no words left to describe Tom Brady. Uh, the ageless, the ageless wonder Tom Brady takes the Bucks into SoFi Stadium to play Matt Stafford and the Los Angeles Rams. I'll let you take this one first. Yeah. Uh, you know, a week ago, I probably would have taken the Rams. Um, at this point, I'm going to go Tampa. Uh, I, I think um, the Colts sort of brought them a little bit back down to earth. Colts aren't a bad team, um, but they're also, you know, we, we've talked a couple times about the top tier of the AFC. Uh, the Colts are not in that group of, of teams. Uh, and, and besides for a boneheaded play at the end of the game, they were shot for shot with the Rams. Uh, so I'm, I'm not super convinced right now that the Rams are for real, and we know what Tampa is. So unless they play a perfect game, I, I don't see, at least not in week three. Uh, you may need more games with Stafford to start establishing what they're going to be, you know, closer to January. But uh, two games in, I'm, I'm taking Tampa. Tampa is a one-point favorite on the road. With a fifty-five yeah. and a half, um, sorry, fifty-five and a half over under. I was trying to process that this is. They think this is going to be an even higher scoring game than the last one we were talking about. Um, man, Tom Brady. As a lifelong Dolphins fan, I've learned not to bet against Tom Brady anymore. Um, right. So yeah, I'm going to ride with that too. I'm going to take Tampa Bay. We know what Tampa Bay is, like you said. They returned all their starters from their Super Bowl winning team. They have the greatest quarterback in the history of the fucking position playing for them still. He doesn't look like he's slowing down. Everything he does is basically perfect. It seems he just keeps getting better, which is insane. He's 44 years old. He's well, 44 he, years old. And, and I don't think there's an argument that he has the best set of weapons he's had in his career. Ever. Like, yeah, absolutely. His Between those three receivers and Gronk and, and even – Great and, and OJ Howard, but just if you went Evans, Godwin, Antonio Brown, and Gronk, I mean that's four probable Hall of Fame receivers. Like it's... maybe the best tight end in history, and then three Hall of Fame receivers. Like unless you can figure out how to stop, I guess all four of them. You can't. Or... You can't stop all right. four of them. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you need you, you got to hope pray for injuries. That... Or that Brady beats you. Ever Brady beats himself and and you know throws it, which throws an interception. <laughs> I mean, honestly, but, the last time he beat himself last year was when he forgot what down it was at the end of the Bears game. Like he he didn't make another boneheaded error the last I don't know three months of the year. Like it's insane. Yeah, 
Yeah. So it's it's just it's hard to pick against them unless they just have a terrible game. It's really hard to pick against them. Yeah, it's their first road game of the season. I mean, they're going to LA. It could be party time. Uh, so you never know. They could go out there and lay an egg. But sure. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Tampa on this one because they just seem to be the best team in the league right now. Honestly, a week ago I would have gone with the Rams. Yeah, well, after what the Rams did opening night, but then. It's starting to say more about the Bears than the Rams at this point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last game we will pick is the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers heading back home to the Northern California area to play the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners are three and a half point favorites, 49 and a half over under. Um, Let's see. The Packers are just coming off of the dismantling of the Detroit Lions and Dan Campbell's nonsense on <laughs> Monday Night Football. Uh, Aaron Rodgers threw four touchdowns. Aaron Jones caught three of those and put another one in on the on the ground. That defense was getting after Goff all night. It was relent- like every time I looked up, Goff was moving around trying to avoid somebody in a different color uniform. It was coming after his head. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers, like you said earlier, was washed last week. <laughs> he looks like the MVP again. It's predictable. It's, yeah, absolutely. There was no doubt that Aaron Rodgers was going to bounce back from that nonsense that he played last week. Um, I re- More and more, I think it was just a message to that team. Like, listen, without me, to see you guys lose to the Saints by 25 or whatever the hell it was. Right. Um, so, yeah, he's over his bullshit. He's made his point. And he just came out. Did you? I mean, I know you heard about it, but um, that sixteen-team parlay that yeah, somebody bet. So you bet they bet twenty-five dollars, and if they hit it, it was seven hundred and sixty-eight thousand nine hundred dollars that they would take home or something like that. Dude hits all fifteen games leading up to Monday Night Football, and just needs the Lions to beat the Packers. And Aaron Rodgers shit literally shit on a person's life. Yesterday, um, and didn't it only cost him. them twenty five dollars? Yeah, that's exactly how you would look at it as an optimist. Huh? Absolutely, because um, I'd be like, "Yeah, you just cost me three quarters of a million. You think I can borrow your signing bonus?" Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the Packers. The Packers look strong. They look strong. Like we said, the Niners. Their offense only put up seventeen points in Philly. Philly does Philly's defense is the better part of their team, even with Jalen Hurts and all those and, and the offense that they have. Their defense has been really strong the first two weeks. Um, so there's that, right? Jimmy G played the whole game. Maybe that was a setup for this game. And again, we get a heavy dose of Trey Lance to mix up um, the, the game plan. You never know. It's in San Francisco. Um, San Francisco is favored. But I'm going to take the Packers. I think Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers is going to pull this one out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as Vegas would tell you, it it is a little bit of a toss-up. I'm going the other direction. I'm going with the 49ers again. Uh, I'm a big believer. Like I said, if if they're healthy, they're they're a great team. I mean, they they really are. Uh, Bosa's back to, to despite his – ridiculous views on life he is a hell of an edge rusher so <laughs> had two sacks last week um sort of getting back to what he what he was before his uh, acl tear so 
Yeah, man. Right. I'm uh, I'm going 49ers. All right. So we agree that the Browns are going to beat the Bears, that the Cowboys are going to take care of the Eagles in their home opener on Monday Night Football, and we agree that Brady and the boys will beat the Rams out in California. I think that somehow the Miami Dolphins will muster up some sort of testicular fortitude and beat <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, you do not. You're taking the Raiders. So that's one that we that, that we differ in. And you're going with the Niners at home against Rodgers and the Packers. I'm taking the pack. I will wear my cheese head uh, during that game. That is Sunday Night Football. That will be fun. NBC keeps nailing it with these, man. That's uh, Chiefs, Ravens one week, Packers, Niners the next. And they're hitting it out of the park. Um, so, what, yeah. I wonder, I wonder what, what the one after that is. I'm just going to look real quick. I'll tell you right now. Watch it be a fucking stink. Oh, it's the Brady goes back to New England. Oh, yeah, Brady, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoever, whoever they have negotiating with the NFL on their behalf, they, they need to double their salary. Absolutely. Because what they're pulling in is That's fantastic. And the week after that, Josh Allen at Patrick Mahomes. I'm not even going to go further than that. I'm getting excited about all these games. (laughs) Ooh, the week after is Seahawks Steelers. Yeah, man, they're they're doing good. They're doing good. (laughs) Nice, nice. So, um, yeah, so those are our picks for this week. Two games that we differ in. So I will either build my lead or you will take over. That is what this week is going to bring our little pick em series. Um, so, yeah, anything else you want to touch on before we wrap up episode 16? Uh, no, no. I'm excited to keep it going. Uh, it seems like these weeks go so fast because we're already on Tuesday. There's already football in two days. Two nights from now. Which is fantastic. So. Two nights from now. Um, oh, one thing that's what, one thing we can mention one more Two nights from now, we get Houston, Carolina. As we said, Tyrod Taylor is not going to be playing. They did name David Mills the starter. Uh, he's a rookie. Don't know anything about him. Couldn't tell you. Sorry, I'll look into it, everyone. Um, but the fact that they won't activate or play Deshaun Watson says a lot about where this situation kind of stands. Uh, I mean, there are 22 civil cases open against him. The FBI just recently got involved, but he's not being disciplined by the NFL yet, yet he's not being activated. I don't even know how the NFLPA feels about this whole thing. Um, well, I guess they don't care because as long as he's getting paid, even if not, he's not on the active roster, that's really what the, the NFLPA is going to look at. Um, so, yeah, for the Dolphins fans clamoring to trade for Deshaun Watson, I, I don't see how that makes sense yet if we don't even know if he can play. If you tell me that we can play, he's going to play, or if you tell me that we can get everything back that we traded for him, if this shit goes haywire, then hey, I'm all for it. Houston's never going to sign up on something like that. Um, but let's see. So that's just – just wanted to touch on that Deshaun Watson situation before we signed off. Sure, yeah. Which sucks because I loved watching Deshaun Watson play. He's so Yeah, good. Deshaun Watson was awesome. Yeah. But I don't want to – like I don't want to sound like a sympathizer with someone who's being accused of the things he's being accused. I mean, it's just, just like, you know, just don't be a fucking creep. 
Like that's really what it comes down to. Why is that so hard for some people? Right. Um, and you're like a young, like not terrible looking person with a right, ton of money. Successful, like, it right. can't be that hard for you. Like I know idiots that I went to college with that could pull tail without any problem. And they don't, they're not half the man you are. Maybe not but even a quarter of the man about you are. That. It, it's it's got to be something deeper than that. I'm not a therapist or anything like that, but it's got to be something about like, oh, absolutely. The sense of being able to do what you want and get away with it at the time. And, like, yeah, no, they, the rules not applying to you because of who you are. Like, it's right. Got, right. So, it's not, just not, not going to diagnose this guy right here. But yeah, it's, it says a lot about where this is, I think, heading. Like, I don't think that Houston is very confident that he's going to be able to play anytime soon or again no. for them. So no. it's, yeah, let's see. Let's see how this goes. Let's see if, and when we see Deshaun Watson suit up again, obviously the first thing is to take care of him. And if he's innocent, then to clear his name. Uh, but if not, then, you know, there are consequences to whatever you do, sir. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So. And, and let me, let me just like clarify my thoughts. Uh, I, I also am not sympathizing because I read the Sports <laughs> Illustrated report of what he was doing. And, like, granted, he's not, like, holding people down with a knife or something. But the shit right. that he was doing was, A, weird, B, super, like, sexual assaulty, and B, just, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you might be an actual weirdo, like, that needs to be off the street. So, all right. Just wanted to throw that in there, it's, too. Uh... <laughs> Just to clarify. Yeah, um, like, yes, he was a good football player, but just like Michael Vick, he needs to if, – if he did this, he needs to do time. Like, yeah, maybe sure. never play in the NFL again. You know, like, let's – you need to pay for this because, yeah, it's creepy as fuck. Yeah, so I guess uh, everybody should go out there and read up if they wish to learn more on what he is being accused of. And the FBI getting involved is just never a great sign. That's not. That's not. The um, feds don't play unless they already know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Unless they know the result of the game. They don't bet unless they know the result of, of, of the outcome of everything. Correct. So, let's see. All right, everybody. Well, that is uh, something to keep track of as we move throughout the season. We will obviously bring up any major updates that come in that. Uh, but that brings us to an end of episode 16. We've got week three of the NFL kicking off Thursday night. Like we said, Texans at Panthers, I believe, is that's not in Houston. I believe it is in Carolina. Um, so that's a good start. And then we wrap it up Monday Night Football, Eagles at Cowboys, NFC East clash. So that'll be a lot of fun. Sweet. Uh, thank you all for listening. Again, re- uh, rate us, review us, subscribe to the podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow us on Instagram at three major sports and enjoy the sports. Yes, absolutely. Take care, buddy. Thank you. Take it easy, man. Bye. All right.